Hi, welcome to the Doomsday Podcast on Radio DePaul Sports, the student voice of your DePaul Blue Demons. I'm Nate Burleson. Alongside me, Kyle Worth. How's it going? We're going to talk all things Cowboys uh, as much as we can. But, uh, yes. This game on Sunday. Uh, kind of pleasant. A pleasant surprise. What do you think, Kyle? I'm, yeah, very pleasantly surprised. That's probably the best loss I've ever experienced, even though I thought we should have won that game, considering how poorly the Steelers played. Uh, it's nice to know we have a, a quarterback who can actually throw the football. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, some news after the game injury news. Um, uh, the 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 rookie offensive line Tyler uh, Badiaz. I don't know if that's the right way of saying his last name. Uh, he is expected to. He might be back for the Minnesota game, but if but if not, he's probably going to miss a week. Um, in the meantime, we have uh, Joe Looney. Is a competent backup. He was the start at the beginning of the season for uh, center, so that's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, good news, Chidobe Awuzie is coming back. Yes, uh, for Minnesota. Bad news, Trayvon Diggs is out for the season. Mm-hmm. So every time we gain a guy, we lose a guy. Mm-hmm. We, we lose a guy. Back, it's it's, guy. it's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that's pretty upsetting. He was kind of the standout rookie on our team. I mean, aside from C.D. Lamb, but yeah, he he made a plenty of plays in the past couple of weeks and now he's they say what it hurts is? a lot but yeah uh team tank all the way at this point uh chair on digs yeah uh four to six okay weeks. So, most so much yeah yeah um might not even need the cowboys right now or or would be if the draft was today would have the third overall pick let's get that down to the second we don't yeah we don't really need it though because if the top two are like um, the top two are probably going to draft quarterbacks. In my no, no, but if we have the second pick, the Jaguars have the third. A team might want to trade up to get the quarterback over the Jaguars. But they know where – oh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're not going to take Justin Fields. So the ja- – and teams know the Jaguars want Justin Fields. And then when the two tell, possibilities. Then when they the tell Jag- the Jaguars that they have a deal with another team, the Jaguars jack the price up. <laughs> exactly. Or they jack the price up on the Jaguars. Next thing you know, we got like six picks in the top from round two to five. Boom. That's, that's it. It's, it's like the next hurt. Get the fab five. <laughs> so, all right. So let's talk about that game. Um, yeah. That was very winnable until it uh, really wasn't. I'm not even going to get into the rep stuff because I really don't uh, think that the rep. So wait, I know. No, no. I'm going to get into something. I'm going to get into something. I'm going to get into something right here. We're going to do it though. Okay. No, I'm, we I'm going to get into this it. right after the start of the, uh, right after the game, if we recorded this podcast, I would have been screaming. Yeah, yeah. No, I just want to make two points. Two points. So, I by, by rule of the book, uh, the uh, the roughing the passer call on Jalen Smith, I think, is like legal. It is the, technically the right call to make, even though it's so stupid that you can brush your hand gently across, just just stroke the quarterback's cheek gently, and you got a fifteen yard penalty. So that's that's kind of ridiculous. He, he but um, I mean, he uh, hit the him next, in the head. He hit him in the face. The next like, drive that happened. That. The next drive that happened to Garrett Gilbert and uh, no flag. So that's it's cool. It's, oh, it's just and then and then man. and then um, the, the, one of the ball. biggest plays of the game. Rule. One of the biggest plays of the game was a uh, a forced fumble by Tyron Crawford that uh I think um who who was it that recovered it? Uh, Alden Smith. I think he picked it up. Yeah, that got called back because uh, illegal contact. With the receiver downfield, uh, Jalen Smith pushed uh, Chase Claypool down 
at the five and a quarter yard, like five and a quarter yards off the line of scrimmage. And you're allowed to push the receiver within five yards. So, you know, that has to be called. Of course, on the pick thrown uh, in the end zone, um, Joe Hayden just tackled Amari Cooper. Yeah. Uh, before the ball was thrown. No flag there. So, you know, glad to see, glad to see the refs uh, keeping it consistent as always. It was terrible. It was a home game, too. Ugh. It was a home game. Oh, no. How are you going to get robbed at home? Home game. Jared, fix some other games at home. Come on. Come on. It's all entertainment, anyways. Let's just start fixing yeah. their games at home. Start but, winning uh, all their games at home. Aside from the rest stuff, um, how do you feel about uh, Gary Gilbert? He's not bad. He's better than Danucci. Yeah. Maybe as good as. Isn't that uh, a fun name? Dalton? Yeah, he's maybe as good as Dalton. I mean, he's pretty, would you he go into Minnesota if Dalton's healthy? Who would you start? Dalton. If you wanted to win, so much money. Paying him so much money, you got to start him, man. It doesn't matter about winning; it's all about politics. Oh, you got to so pay the man. He was so you bad. Play him. You're paying two him. games. Use him. Nah. Just let him play. The Vikings, he can carve. He can carve up the Vikings. He couldn't carve up the football team. Hey, the football team have a stingy defense. People don't talk about that. They're bad. They're trash. <laughs> the Cardinals have a really stellar defense, right? That's what they're known for. They give up like 30 points a game. <laughs> Could yeah. more than 10. Uh, I mean, I mean, I mean, starting Andy Dalton will we'll probably lose all of them. <laughs> nah, Andy Dalton's the truth. the way he was playing before. Andy yeah. Dalton's the oh, truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't know what you're talking about, man. I'll tell you. So, uh, I guess Pollard, we... Pollard, Pollard looked good, really good. He looked really good. But that was a winnable game. Just got to get the penalties down. Mm-hmm. And now got to buy to prepare for the Vikings. Is it away or home game? I don't know. Uh, what are the cases? I'm it's sure going to go in underdogs. So mm-hmm. we're away, and then we're home versus the Wa- or Washington. Then you know, at the mm-hmm. Ravens, at the Bengals, home for Niners, Eagles, at Giants. Yo, uh, we going to we going to run. Just win the rest of our games. Get a get a get a positive record. You know, Garrett Gilbert leads us if the NFC Championship. If that happens, I I mean I don't even know what I can do. <laughs> I'm not even gonna come up with some stupid bet, some stupid dare. There's, there's just, there's no reaction. Crazy. The only thing is, it's so crazy. If they then we beat the like Packers in the divisional the round. If if we play like this against this, like we did against the Steelers, we honestly could make the playoffs. But I don't even want to get my hopes up like that. So what's the point of making the playoffs though? This year? Fun. And then get a shitty draft. Nah, whatever. What can one rookie? Uh, can one rookie really make that much of a difference? One yeah. top, it's not that great of a draft, really. Hey, they could. I mean, we'll look at uh, Nick Bosa. He was mm-hmm. the second pick last year, and he was insane. Speaking of insane players, uh, we are pretty much at the just around the halfway point of the season. Mm-hmm. So got some news you had a really good idea yes about what we should do we have mid-season predictions um we're gonna be going over our mid-season predictions for awards for the mvp the defensive player of the year the rookie of the year 
coach of the year and the comeback player of the year. Um, so I guess yes. I will kick it off with my comeback player of the year, Alden Smith. Oh, I think he's. I okay. think he's been a problem. A little bit of a homer. Force. A little bit of homer. It is a bit of a homer pick. Yeah. But if you, I mean, if you look at all this, like he's, he's, he's pretty crazy, right? Like he, he came back from how many years away? How many years off? Five, five, five whole years off. He was suspended. Yep. He didn't even play, and then he came back, and how he's actually been somewhat of a force. Five years off is a so long time. The last time he played the NFL he's, before he's the season, the most he was twenty-six. Pass rusher on the Cowboys. The last, all right. So the last time he played in the NFL, he was twenty-six. And then now he's 31. I mean, that's mm-hmm. some decent aging. You got to stay in. Teams wanted him. The, the the Seahawks tried to trade yeah. for him. He very clear. He very Jerry Jones stayed said, in really good no, shape this is all man. For this. Yeah, yeah he, he wants to be on the team that's gonna win a chip this year. We're gonna get. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so who's your comeback? No, but yeah, that's a that's a really solid choice. Um, so right now in the projections, I think Big Ben is favored to win. But the reason I I, I couldn't bring myself to bearing uh, pick Big Ben is because of the story of Alex Smith. His comeback player of the year isn't always. About oh my, he's terrible it's about though. The story. You gotta... If he if he plays the rest of the season as the starter for Washington Football Team and can win any game, I I think he'll win it. The, yeah, but he's not. He's wor- not good though. Like I want to see an but, actual. But the worst injury, like difference. the worst, he got his start. He did make because a the quarterback made a playing before. Difference. He made a negative difference in the game. Did you watch the end of that game against the Giants? I can't prove you can't prove to me the that game away. It's not. A, I don't it's know. The Giants. They're very. I guess, the Giants I guess are a very see, formidable opponent. We see the comeback player of the year award differently, don't we? You see it as like a storyline. The guy came back and like from something crazy, right? Okay, okay, okay. That's wait, what wait. you're saying. I'm saying it's Alex guy Smith hasn't had a, a chance to play. He was thrown. He was. He was he did not – he wasn't expecting the, the play because Kyle Allen got hurt. All right, Same fine. Same field. He we'll got see hurt. It he again. got thrown into this game. Let's we'll see him again. I'm saying let's see how he plays. More sample size. He can scrape okay. out a couple wins for the football well, team. Well, how is he the comeback player the of the year now? Wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. no. My turn. the midseason award. My turn to talk. You were talking over me when I was talking about all this <laughs> I'm saying – I was agreeing with you. You are talking over me. I'm I saying – I was helping your case. <laughs> you're saying that <laughs> – he straps oh. out a win against the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. How could they That's be? That's all everyone's gonna remember. How can it be a midseason award if you're talking about what he will do in the future? Because this is our this is our prediction. Mm. All right, that makes sense. Alex, okay. this is a hot take. If I was if I was a betting man, I'd bet my money on Ben Roethlisberger. But for the story, oh, for the story. Down. It's all the right, NFL. Right. The NFL's about uh, stories. All right, so we'll get into our coach of the year now. Probably a lighter, okay, a lighter okay. topic. Uh, yeah, yeah. Less, a less feisty topic. Less device. <laughs> coach of the year for me is Sean McDermott. Sean McDermott. Mm-hmm. That, that's he's a taking good the Bills right to. Now. He's taking the Bills to another level. He's and Josh. I don't know if he's been a quarterback whisperer or not, but Josh Allen is playing so well now, like way up mm-hmm. to his potential through the through his skill ceiling. Through what we thought he could do, he's he's been rising through that. Okay, yeah. What's the the Bills are six and three right now. They're they're yeah. they're six and three. No, no, yeah, seven. they're first. I thought and, they were seven and two. Oh, they might be seven and two. Yeah, I think their only losses were to um, 
uh, Kansas City, and then yeah, they're seven and two. Tennessee, Tennessee, yeah. So two really good teams they lost to. Yeah, they're they're top of the AFC East. Uh, my prediction is um another coach in the AFC East. I've got Brian Flores. I think Miami was a was a five win team last year, and now they they've surpassed that. They've gone since uh, benching Fitzpatrick and putting in two or they won back to back games, and uh, they they absolutely decimated the Rams, and they won a really tight knit game against um, uh, Arizona. And if uh, Tua plays well, if he even plays like semi good enough, to, if they get to the playoffs, they can beat I the Chargers or. They have three or four games that are winnable in a mm-hmm. row. The Chargers, the Broncos, the Jets, and the Bengals. Yeah, yeah and they, they can go on a run with that. And and if they make the playoffs, I think Brian Flores is going to win Coach of the Year, not only for having one of the top defenses, but simply for making that decision to put in Tua. Mm. So that's what I would go. Agreed. But I like your pick, too. I think it's going to come down to who wins the division. You really think the Dolphins are going to press the uh, – I don't think the Dolphins are going to press the Bills, though. I, I think they have a shot. That'd be, they, that'd they've, be they haven't played the Bills yet, right? Haven't, they haven't played the, the no, Bills they, yet. No, they lost – they actually lost to the Bills in week two. They'll play them again in week 17, though, so that could be pretty spicy. Oh, they did? Oh, okay. That could That's be pretty spicy yeah. in week 17. Mm-hmm. All right. Nice so week 17 action. I will bring up my rookie of the year. Now. I got Justin Herbert. Ooh. Okay. Justin Herbert, I'm a, I'm a little quarterback biased there, but Justin Herbert oh, no. is amazing. Like he he's playing so well. The way he's so fun to watch too. And he's actually he's been pretty good. The Chargers are the Chargers are um the Chargers, right? And they're play, they're facing the Dolphins this next week. Okay, yeah, yeah. The Chargers are like they're two and six. They're not very good, right? But at the same time, Herbert's been slinging it. Their defense is just pretty bad. They've given up 30 points or more in the past five games. It's pretty bad. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, Justin Herbert has uh, 17 touchdowns, 2,000 yards. Playing pretty well. Don't have much of a run game either, so. But they're in a tough, so, they're in a tough division. It's tough to win. Yeah, yeah. The, they, the, you gotta, the Raiders are really good. Kansas City's Kansas City, so they're going to be. Twice. I mean, the, the Denver Denver is like one is I'd say like the best of the bad teams. Like mm-hmm. they always play tough. Like they they lost Von Miller this year, but so yeah, that's a very. Tough they beat the Chargers thirty one thirty. It was mm-hmm. a good game, but the yeah. they got the Dolphins, so this will be an interesting match. And then they have the Jets, then they go to the Bills, and they got the Pats, Falcons. So it's like it's like it's not too like rough because they kind of get like an easier game and then a harder game. So we'll see what they can do, but two and six, they're in too big of a hole because they can't win their division anymore. So yeah, it's gonna come down to the wild card spot, never where you want to be in the middle of the season. Oh, so my my pick for rookie of the year, I think this is a pretty obvious one, would be Joe Burrow. Uh, mm-hmm. And I was just looking at the schedule, I realized something kind of cool. Um, if they had started Justin Herbert week one, the Chargers, we could have had Burrow Herbert because, and then Herbert's gonna play Miami, and Burrow is playing Miami. So we could have seen all the rookies go up against each other, but uh, mm. Tyrod Taylor got the starting role. So um, so Burrow right now, he's uh, the Bengals are fourth in the uh, AFC North. They're two and five, not the best uh, record. Here's the thing though, they probably have like 
one of the worst defenses in the NFL, and they just gave up their best defensive player, Carlos Dunlap, uh, at the, the trade deadline. Um, Joe Burrow has been on, on pace to get sacked like 70 times, 70 yeah. plus times, like some ridiculous number. And the fact that he still managed to get two wins for this team, and a lot of these games, uh, two wins in a tie. I forgot, yeah. They, they tied the Eagles. They, they lost in a close one to the Colts. Uh, looking at the all the scores, only one game was a blowout, and that was the Ravens. And the Ravens are considered one of the top teams in the NFL. I I would just think Burrow, uh, Herbert's uh, been putting up uh, big numbers, but I think Burrow's been putting up really good numbers with less. I think they're giving credit for such a terrible offensive line. And um, I mean, AFC North is no joke. You got two teams that are legit Super Bowl contenders in that division, and the Browns oh. are, are still a wild card team. So definitely, yeah, I'm gonna have so, to go with uh, my man Burrow. All right. Hopefully, he survives this season, though. <laughs> well, I will go with the next one, Defensive Player of the Year. I got Aaron Defensive. Donald. All right, Aaron, Aaron Donald, Donald yeah. he's just so good, and I think that voter fatigue is stupid. So he's probably gonna get overlooked because people are just tired of mm-hmm. voting for him, which is stupid. Yeah, because he's still, I think, the best defensive player in the league, and maybe the you probably say the best player in the league, like straight up, like pound for pound, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he gets like a triple teamed every play, so. He can't. He doesn't put on big numbers, but like he. I mean, he still puts up decent numbers getting triple team. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, he definitely does. What's your defensive player of the year? Mine. I'm going with T.J. Watt. I was. Mm-hmm. I was having an internal debate between Minka Fitzpatrick and T.J. Watt. Both good picks. There's a lot of good defensive players. I feel like I'm never going to give it to him. not going to give it to, unless the player is like Darrell Rebus or an Ed Reed or Deion Sanders. They're not going to give it to a secondary. So I think it makes sense. And also edge rush is like considered one of the most important, you know, getting up to the quarterback is the most important part of the defense now, considering how well the deep, uh, how uh, explosive a lot of uh, quarterbacks are. So uh, T.J. Watt, he's um, tied for fourth in sacks with a seven. He's an interception, um, and I just feel like the Steelers' defense is is a monster, and it's kind of being spearheaded right now by T.J. Watt on the defensive mm-hmm. line. And I also feel like he has the potential to win the sack race and get a couple forced fumbles and stuff like that. He didn't play that exceptionally well against the Cowboys, which is surprising considering how banged up our offensive line is, but there's still plenty of time left in the season. So, yeah, I think he's on one of the best defenses in the NFL. He's on an 8-0 team, and he's, like, the face of the defense. So, oh, definitely. I mean, that'll be my pick. All right. So that brings us to MVP, which we might share. We might not. We don't know. Mm-hmm. I got Patrick Mahomes, man. 25 touchdowns, one interception. Again, voter, voter pay to you, stupid. Just vote, give the man another MVP award. He deserves it. Mm-hmm. You know, twenty right now, twenty-five touchdowns, one interception. I'm not gonna say he's. I'm not gonna say he's on pace for fifty because that's a pretty hard task to reach. It's pretty hard to replicate twenty-five touchdowns, especially because at the end of the year, 
that he's probably going to be resting at least a 16% game. So he'll probably get around 40 touchdowns. I don't think he throws more than five interceptions all year. He's just that good. <laughs> he's crazy. Give him, yeah. give him the MVP again because that's who he is. Most valuable player. I'm going to have to agree with you on that one. I got uh, Mahomes too. But I do have I do have a different player for offensive player of the year though. Mm, really? So Dalvin Cook. Okay. Has been carrying the Vikings to all of their wins. He steamrolled the Packers with with four total touchdowns. Like he's, that game he's, was crazy. Oh yeah! If anyone plays fantasy, he's the number one fantasy running back. He's winning you your league right now, and he's playing on a not a great team. Like uh, the, the Vikings don't have a great offensive line. Like like they might have been might might be playing better this year and in past years, but they're, they're nothing like to brag about. This like. I don't think there's any big names on that line. Uh, your quarterback is is um, Kirk Cousins, <laughs> so it's not like uh, defenses are like preparing for the threat of someone like a Russell Wilson or Patrick Mahomes. Exactly. They know that uh, Dalvin Cook has to beat them, and right now he is kind of beating everyone. So I think I, if I had, but I do think though that they're gonna if if Patrick Mahomes wins MVP. He's going to get Offensive Player of the Year, too. But I do think Dalvin Cook deserves a shout-out. Now, back to Patrick Mahomes' MVP. I think, I think he can still put up, like, 50 touchdowns. I think it's crazy. <laughs> he still has a shot at doing that again. And it's in his third year as a starter, he's probably going to go to the Super Bowl. He's probably going to win his second Super Bowl. He's probably yep. going to win his second Super Bowl MVP. And, and, and the, the Chiefs lost one game against the uh, – the Raiders, and it was, that was the only game through an interception. It was an incredibly close game. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been the most consistent team in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So I guess those, that concludes our midseason awards. So yeah, yeah. All right. Well, they gotta they gotta come out with like fun awards. Like there's too I many awards, know. man. Yeah. Nah, but like like it's a whole something thing. like the Pro Bowl, something they can do during Pro Bowl weekend. That's like a joke. Like the Pro Bowl is touchdown. I think the Pro Bowl is the worst All Star game in any sport. No, 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 no. Disagree. They can make presses you can do like that. Um, like, but, like if they just did skills competitions, I think a lot more people would be interested in the Pro Bowl than watching the glorified two-hand touch game. That's played in uh, uh, the best. The best game I think where, right now. Where do now, they play it now? They used to do it in Hawaii. They play in like Miami, man. This is cool, but it's not Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not Hawaii. So, what do you think? So yeah, what do you think uh, about next week's game? Or not, not, not next week's game, but like the next next week's game, the Vikings, the next game. Quick, quick early prediction. Not next, yeah. After the quicker, quicker. Yeah, early I'm prediction. gonna wait and see who they, uh, who they decide to put in the starting quarterback because I do think the coaches have a tough choice. I think mm-hmm. it's probably gonna go with Andy Dalton, but if he's healthy, probably. um, I I think the Vikings are gonna win. Uh, interesting. Twenty-four to twenty. I think it's gonna be close. I think, I think we're gonna give up a couple rushing touchdowns to Dalvin Cook. Maybe but 12. I think their defense isn't good enough to keep us from scoring a couple touchdowns. So. Agreed. And then 
Yeah, I think we're going to make one extra turnover, one too many penalties that just costs us the game. And you know what? I'm, I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. Now, 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 that being said, that being said, if we beat the Vikings, the, the amount of, like, delusion and, like, Cowboys fandom that's going to reek out of me is going to be, like, uncontrollable. Yeah, and then they'll play Washington. Maybe they can yeah. reverse it, but they got destroyed. Hey, hey. My man, Garrett Gilbert, behind center. <laughs> Nothing stopping hey, us. He's slaying it. He's slaying it. Slaying it, yeah. What about you? What do you think's going to happen? I think we'll probably give up. We'll give it at least 30. So we got to match that. But I don't think we do. It's so like 30, 20, 30, 17. Mm-hmm. 30, 24, okay. garbage time touchdowns. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to get those fantasy points. Mm-hmm. I need Zeke to get a touchdown. Come on. Hey, man, I've been running Alvin Kamara, and he's been getting Oh. Oh my gosh, Alvin Kamara! I remember great. my best fantasy season ever right now. Josh Allen, Alvin Kamara carrying Ooh. Devontae Adams. Mm-hmm. Team stacked. Everyone slept on Josh Allen. I got him like he was like the twelfth quarterback picked. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Man, I, I'm still I'm still 12, so confused. Why? Like why? I don't know who was it. Kellen Moore McCarthy called this like in the red zone. Like I think it was third down. Like why, why did we even decide the path? And like a pass, like a shotgun pass, when you know they're gonna come after the quarterback. Like we have Ezekiel Elliott. If you're gonna do a pass, you gotta get it out fast. You mm-hmm. gotta do it to the side or do a slant or something. Like mm-hmm. there was no time. And you have Garrett Gilbert starting his first game, and you just have to put the ball in his hands in the goal line. Like it's it's absolutely stuff like insane. that. That's they like I don't think Kellen. Much. I don't think Kellen Moore is gonna keep his job. This off so. season. No, I think they're gonna try to find someone else. They don't want to find someone more established. Yeah, I mean, can't wait for a project to grow. He does a lot time. of stuff really well, especially when we adapt. Like, offense was firing on all cylinders, but then he does these really stupid little gadget plays that just kill him. I hope he stays on. Just, I hope he stays on. Yeah, I hope he I finds, think I hope he we'll have to see play. how the offensive. Yeah, yeah, me too. But, but so Gilbert. Gilbert had 243 passing yards, which is the most since Dalton's first start against Arizona, where he only had that many passing yards because we were down the whole game and he was throwing. Yeah. But so, I mean, it looked promising because that game against mm-hmm. Washington was horrible and the game against Philly, that was horrid. And I gave up on the season. And then they pushed Pittsburgh to the brink. And now, <laughs> I'm, now I'm a little more intrigued. We got a bye week, though, Look. so we can enjoy some other football this week. Real quick. Yeah, we can. Look at the schedule. Look at the uh, Pittsburgh has to be the week. weakest, the weakest undefeated team I've ever seen. Huh. Like, <laughs> go to the uh, NFL schedule. Tell me what you like this week. Oh, NFL. Out the show. All right. Let's see. <clears throat> Ooh, hang on. All right. So this weekend we got a Thursday night game: Colts Titans. That's a that's a pretty big game. I think those two teams good for are a Thursday yeah. night. Mm-hmm. At least very decent for Thursday night. Um, Bucks Panthers is interesting because technically the Panthers aren't out of the playoffs. It's a no. seventeen playoff, so they have a legitimate shot. And the Buccaneers are coming off uh, a weak win against the Giants and a terrible, terrible Sunday night loss. So yeah. excited to see what game is. Eagles Giants. It's not going to be a good game. It's not. It's not. I mean, it might be. NFC East has some really stupid games that are fun to watch. Yeah. All right. Here's where we get interesting. Here where the games get interesting. Um, in the three o'clock window, we got Bills Cardinals. That's gonna be fun. That's gonna be fun. Forty-four. Chargers 40. Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Another good game. Got the. Two yeah, uh, and then Seahawks Rams. 
Oh, man. And then Broncos Raiders yeah. is not bad. Don't sleep on that. Mm-hmm. Bengals Steelers. Death. Um, who can, I will, Playoff implications, we'll see, we'll see. it's not good. But the Steelers are probably – if the Steelers yeah. win, they completely shut the door on the Bengals season. Now, here's where things kind of suck. Um, 49ers are playing their practice squad against the Saints. Yeah, the 49ers uh, are busted. The Ravens are going to steamroll the Patriots. Mm-hmm. And Vikings-Bears, that, that's Monday night. Monday night game, okay. That's not a terrible Monday night game. It's just the Bears aren't very productive on offense, and those games can get kind of slow. Oh, the Bears games, which is hard to watch. It's a different breed of football. Oh, yeah. Is it not? It's, it's, it's really it's, just a, it's a different throwback. breed of football. <laughs> I Bad think Nagy, it's, something it's horrible. Oh, yeah. I mean, they make it close, though. They always find mm-hmm. a way to make it close. But unfortunately, very unfortunately, there's going to be no Jets. They're the opposite of the yet. Seahawks. The Seahawks mm-hmm. get down really big and then just go – keep throwing and throwing and throwing, or they get up really big and blow their lead. Mm-hmm. The Bears just slowly crawl their way back up into the game. Because <laughs> the right defense at the end, keeps them in the game. The defense is insanely good. Just this is terrible. This is one of the best throws. defenses, like, wasted on a terrible They'll team. take advantage of tired defenses at the end of the game. So they just pound and yeah. pound the ball, go absolutely nowhere. And then <laughs> right at the end of the game, they'll just come out with a burst. I love 13-minute drives that end in a punt. Yep. Jeez, or a missed field goal. They're, like, those oh. games get boring. But they if they can beat the Vikings, then they can probably prove that they can they still hang. They have a winning record, so. They beat the Vikings, they can prove they can still hang. That's 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 a big proof of game. They lose that, mm-hmm. they're going to want Nagy out immediately. Yeah. Nagy out Monday so, morning if they lose that game. Oh, yeah. I want, I want to see – it's even worse. Bills, Cardinals, know. Chargers, Dolphins, Seahawks, Rams. Those it's going into a bye good. week, too. So they got plenty oh, of yeah. time to get their interim mm, coach They could get rid of Matt Nagy. They oh, got plenty of time to get their interim up, coach ready. The coach? Who? It'd just be an interim, man. They pick someone off their coaching staff. Who, who, like, what offensive, like, who would they put in? Like, it's me, bro. You can put a – it doesn't matter with an interim coach, bro. You can put a <laughs> – you can put the janitor in as the interim coach. It doesn't matter. They figure <laughs> it out. call better plays than Nagy. They just oh, have someone else call on the plays. That's all you need. If all right, maybe he won't get fired, but at minimum he loses play calling abilities or something like that. I, I don't right? know why they 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 keep uh, keep having him do it. So because because the problem is is that the next week they're playing the Packers. They're playing oh, the Packers the next week, the 29th, yeah. after the bye week. So what, essentially. Can you really fire him right before you play the Packers? <laughs> An interim coach will get embarrassed. No, you, can't. you can't do it. You can't do that. Mm, it's going to have to be next Nagy's season. Nagy's going to last the season. Nagy might last like yeah. two or three more seasons. Does Mike Nolan last this season? Yeah, because they've kind of they came back a little bit. If we had gotten blown out and we get blown out next week, maybe. But yeah. I don't know. There's still we'll hope. See. Yeah, he, he isn't All sweating right. too much. He's not in the hot seat. All right. Thank you guys yeah. for listening. This was a Doomsday Podcast on Radio DePaul Sports, the student voice of your DePaul Blue Demons. I'm Nate Rosson. This Kyle Worth. Hey. All right. Talk to you guys later. Peace.